minute. Crossface. The Daily Talk Show. A conversation sometimes worth recording with Josh Jansen and Tommy Jacket. It's The Daily Talk Show, episode 140. Oh, yeah. Tommy Jacket. Mate. You feel like vomiting, do you? <laughs> I've, I've caught a bug from my son and it's not good. Mm. I'm at home in bed. And we were just quickly saying that I'm that guy who's always sick now. And I've never that fucking guy that's always sick. Um, And now you are. But yeah, I caught caught something off Bodhi. It was the worst thing on earth. He projectile vomited in the supermarket on Friday night. What aisle? uh, It was at the end of all the aisles. But I I was very resourceful because I was, I thought on my feet and there was, I was at the, at the Paper towel aisle. No, no, no. Basically, there was a whole wall of tissues and garbage bags. So I ripped open the garbage bags and the tissues. It was fucking awesome. And then, but, wait, so this was on the shelf type of deal? It was all on the shelf and I just ripped it open. I didn't give a shit. I was like, I need to use this. This is full on. What did they say? Nothing. They didn't even say anything. I, and I ripped off the barcode of the um, tissues, so I stole those. I was just so yeah. fed up. And, um, and now I've got what he's got, so... He's Do you better. reckon you're going to go to the shop and there's just going to be a, you know, like you, we see at IGA at Abbotsford where they've got the the, the <laughs> web, the um, security camera pics. It's like this yeah. guy brought here and it's a photo of Bodie as well yeah. for vomiting I, and stealing. I'd tell him to get fucked. That the care factor is low. Which which um, which store was it? Was it St Kilda? Yeah, it Coles in St Kilda. Yeah, that's Shout out to local. Coles. Yeah, you, um, you can do that shit. I mean, it's just because they've been making me pay for bin bags uh, for bags it's, um, <laughs> it's just my little way of getting back at them I think I think that's what, well, no, what's going it, on where are you better, uh, Positano um, yeah. it is uh, we got feedback from George or you passed it on from uh, listener George also uh, our editor George uh, not editor of the show we don't edit this show but he uh, edits videos for us on the on occasion but um, he said that uh you you're better in the morning yeah so when i do the morning shift meaning 6 a.m in melbourne and that's like night time for you so you've had a full day to yeah. process life um and he just i think he just thinks you're a bit rattled in the morning well i think that this is better so it's the morning right now but it's not that bad it's 8 a.m so i think that if i have a bit of time to chill and sort of wake up. It's just the 6am feeling of... Like if I wake up at 6am, I get the same feeling that people get when they're going to the airport in the morning. Like it's 3am. Oh, yeah, you know, where yeah. you feel sort of a bit groggy and you're just like you haven't eaten yet. You feel like you need to vomit. I used to always think that doing breakfast radio, it was like sometimes I would be on air within 30 minutes of waking up and it was so weird. It's like you literally just open your eyes and then you're oh, okay, gather yourself. Talking. Yeah, it's a, well, you you probably is a bit out of body right now because you were saying that this is pretty bad. This this sickness. yeah, I'm um I cancelled meetings and worked from home, and the worst thing is I had to do work because I'm I just I, I'm snowed under, so I've um yeah. yeah been but I had a bath before. So anyway, enough about me. It's um, um I'll I'll make it. Tough. Oh, good. Well, up. I don't know if this is going to make you feel sick, but um I want to talk about oysters to start with. <laughs> 
<laughs> if if you just don't hear me for ten minutes, yeah, it, it might have. <laughs> but um, I'm sure you'll deal with. I'm sure you'll be able to tell the story anyway. Um, no, what do you, do you like oysters? I fucking love oysters. We um for a, we went recently and just spent a hundred bucks on oysters at the restaurant. We didn't pay for the bill, so that's why we did it. But they were amazing. <laughs> Different regions. Oh yes. But what, like, I I had oysters last night. It was we we had the option of two different sort of set menus at this place, and the one thing that I wasn't sure on was the starter was an oyster, but I liked the other stuff, so we decided to be a bit risque. And um, the first thing was like how to eat them because I know I've seen I've been at like uh, work functions or whatever where you know a client's paying. And they've ordered oysters for everyone, so you sort of do it, and they sort of they sort of scoop it up like a shot. But I feel like I didn't have that level of confidence last night, so yeah, I sort of put it up close to me, yeah, and then just sort of forked it out. But then I was chewing it, and Bree's like, "Oh, you're not meant to chew it." What are you meant to do? She Bree says you're meant to just swallow it whole. Nah, nah. Uh, Bree said you chew once. Chew but once, I, but. Yeah, she, she she said you're not meant to over chew it. You're probably not meant to like it. it, it w- they shouldn't feel like you can really chew them that much because they're so they're so loose. They're like you know, I don't even want to go there. It's going to make me feel sick. But <laughs> what's the appeal? Like if if it makes you feel sick, no, I, no there's no. no food that I'm like. Oh look, don't want to talk about it because it'll make me feel sick. But Jesus, no, it's yummy. <laughs> when you've got gastro or whatever I've got, it's. That's when it does it. You don't want to talk about it. But yeah, it is a weird thing. When you pay fucking $12.50 for an oyster and you, and it's slurped down in two seconds. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And so what It's the what shots happened? of seafood. Well, it's just the shots of seafood really, isn't it? Because it's like, it's something that costs a bunch of money and it's over really, really quickly. No, but I just, I literally ate the oyster and I was just really awkward about the whole experience and just mm. felt a bit self-conscious of that I wasn't sort of using the fork right or even if I was meant to be using the fork but I felt like I had to break it off from the bottom. Yeah, and, some of them um, you know, some of them are, are more stuck to the bottom. It yeah. just depends. I was but expecting I like right. a little, and I don't know little about bacon bits maybe, or something on the maybe top. Maybe you're only meant to chew it once. Yeah, I've, I have That's no weird. idea. I went to my parents' place um, yesterday and there was an Uber Eats bag and I just said to her, I said, fuck, how good is Uber Eats? And there's nothing, I know that you've used it like no tomorrow, but I was I was comparing yeah. to when, I was thinking back to when I lived at home and uh, with my brothers, we would get takeaway. And the only takeaway you could really get was pizza delivered or you could go down and get Chinese. Like I remember that was one thing. And I, I wonder was like, if Chinese have taken a hit with, with Uber Eats. Or yeah, or they've increased. You know, you see some restaurants that's like, how the fuck do they survive? But they survive off Red Uber. Rooster. Yeah. Well, Red, they su- well, how does how the fuck is Red Rooster surviving? Yeah, that's true. That is true. But some of those smaller like takeaway, like the just takeaway restaurants, there's always dudes yeah. hooning in on their scooters getting Uber Eats. But anyway, I said to, I was saying to my brother and my dad, I was like, fuck, how good is that technology? He said, my dad said to me, you do realize in like nineteen like nineteen sixty, for us to get takeaway. Chinese, we would have to take our saucepans down to the Chinese restaurant and they'd fill up your saucepan and then you'd walk home with it. What the fuck? That legit. Just, 
it seems some sort of medieval story. I know. Why, like, why did they need their saucepans? What, well, they didn't no do containers? takeaway containers, and it was an easy way because it was hot to carry it back in a saucepan with the, with you know, like with the handle. It's not a bad idea, actually. There's a there's probably a business in being a competitor to Uber Eats called Saucepan, and it's all about being environmentally friendly. I like it. Well, it's, I feel like there's been yeah. Well, there's so many examples of that. Like I was staying with a guy in his fifties um, when we were Airbnb-ing in Serrano, and there was just a sense that I was watching everything I was saying because I was like, he probably thinks I'm a fuckwit. Like talking about like you're in Italy having a conversation with a 50-something-year-old dude about coffee mm. being from Melbourne. could You could just come across as the biggest hipster, pretentious piece of shit. What um, was his vibe on coffee? Was he... Did he seem like a, a bit snob? Oh, no, I think... No, I don't think so. Like I think that it's um, in some regards... I mean, Italy's funny because I feel like they've created all these rules. I don't quite understand why, but it's almost like a power play. Like you need to wear um, like hats in uh, like we're, we're going to go to um, like a natural baths. I get the hats because it's, it's protecting the water, but it just feels like there's a lot of rules where it's like we don't do takeaway coffee. You have the coffee sit standing up at the bar. And I got into all of that because there's a part of me which is like, you know, hashtag do as the locals do. But, um, is that a real hashtag? Have you checked that out? No, nah, I haven't. <laughs> do as the locals do. I think that's what what I was saying. Do as the locals do. But um, now I'm. I can say having uh, been travelling for over a month now, I'm a bit over the um, over having to worry about what the locals are doing. I'm, ha- I'm fully comfortable in my own skin now. Being the dumb. Fuck, I thought you were going to say I'm over it. I'm coming home. So I'll see you next week. <laughs> Could you imagine? Have yeah, you have you ever had it. a holiday? Have you had a holiday that you've ever cut short? Anyone died? That's a bit fucking nah. dark. Nah, you no, always no. wonder about that stuff with old. Like I know that um, when my uh, parents, like when my uh, nana uh, was sick before she passed away, it was probably like a year and a half, two years, where it's sort of like. You know, all of the um, the kids in the family, it's like, oh, you don't want to yeah. go away because, you know, we don't want to to leave Nana in case she, she takes I, a turn. Just a dark, this is dark, but a friend of mine, um, his mum was overseas and her brother committed suicide and she just didn't know. She got back six months later. No phone, like, you know, it's not, wasn't easy to contact people back then. And, yeah, wow. Um, and gets back and finds out that news. That'd be so hard. What do you think about... I was thinking about... Um, uh, I was reminded when Bree and I went away for a, for a trip and um, this was one of our early day trips and one of her um, bosses had uh, finished up working while she was away and she wasn't... It was sort of this like a last minute sort of thing and um, but they didn't tell her while she was away because they didn't want to stress her and I was thinking about there's a part of me where I have moments where I'm like, I wonder if that's going to happen because we're gone for a while. I wonder if there's like little things ruminating back at home, like uh, all my camera gear st- stolen from Tommy's. Oh, and he's yeah. just holding off until I get back and then he's going to be like, hey, mate, <laughs> the FS7's gone. <laughs> Fuck. You know, I I borrowed, this just reminds me, I borrowed a, um, a guy's snowboard 
and I went to the snow and for the weekend, and this was for my brother's bucks party. And, and have you been? You've been to the snow. Um, have I been to the snow? I like went f- once. I went once when I was a kid, but it was more like ice. And I remember throwing what I thought was a snowball at my cousin's boyfriend, <laughs> and it was ice, and it cut his face <laughs> open. And I oh, was that. I was. I. I literally couldn't go do anything with the family when I was a kid that wouldn't end up with a massive lecture in the car and just being like, "You've ruined this whole trip for oh, everyone, no. Josh." So, so the snow, like when you're staying in cabins and stuff, there's always like a dry room between the sort of house and the um, entrance to the property and you kind of leave your board in there and, and it's like stuff's just a bit, bit gross and it dries by the time you need to go out and get it again. And I left the snowboard that I borrowed off this guy, this unique, like fucking one-of-a-kind snowboard. It was this weird shape and it had these like, these little like, um, it looked like on each end of them, it was shaped as an M, like a pointy M. Um, and it made the board really fast and I knew it was really special. And what I left made it, it this- fast? Well, like no, it was it was, the- so it, it wasn't just graphics. It was, it was actually no, no, some no. sort of molding. So ha- the back of a snow, uh, the back of a surfboard, it's usually got like a little M in it or like, like a, have you ever seen the back of a uh, surfboard? It's got like the uh, tail. I've surfed once, but I was too busy on it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's well. Anyway, the, just the way this was shaped made it go really fast, and so it was like a fucking epic board. Anyway, I woke up the next day, and it's fucking gone. It had got stolen from this dry room at the front of our place because the dry room wasn't secure. The door into our house was secure, and I just didn't take it in, left it there, and it was gone. And I was like, "Fuck!" I was hungover. I was like, "Do I tell this guy? Do I text him? Do I call him? What do I do?" Do I just tell him when I get back? It was that feeling of, fuck, do I just hold off? Yeah. And I ended up... Um, what did you just to- I told him on the way home. Wait, so where was he? Was he not with you? So you no, called he wasn't him. with me. Just on loudspeaker. Hey, mate. How you going? Yeah, had a good time. Don't have the board. Yeah. Now, did you... Is there a sense that, uh, you know, did you give him cash for it? What was what I gave was the him deal? 500 bucks. Yeah. Would that hey, can have, you hold on a second? Hold on yeah. a second. I'm just going to go spew. I think Hang on. He's, he, Tommy's literally going to vomit. This is the first vomit that we've had on the uh, on the podcast. Bree's, Bree's sort of um, miming to me saying we probably should go. You there? How do you feel? I can oh, hear it all. Better. Yeah, better. Yeah, and you just vomited. That's okay. <laughs> um and um dedication mate nothing lets us nothing gets yeah, exactly. in the way of the daily do talk do you feel show. that is there too much pressure for the show just not to take a hashtag sick day it's way too much pressure yeah too much momentum yeah it, I, I, I feel it too I'm like I actually can't see a day that I'd be taking off like it's this is the problem when it's when something dark happens or shit goes bad. There's yeah. going to be at some point where we're going to have to be like, "Fuck, can't do it." <laughs> you get back. I'm, I'm divorced. I've, uh, exactly. I'm like it's one all... of those daily vloggers who's gone insane. <laughs> yeah. um, That's so true, isn't it? Did Amy? Does Amy think you shouldn't be doing the episode today? Well, did you sort of no, use her as a bit of? She doesn't care. She knows that I I wouldn't do it if I couldn't, and I yeah yeah 
and this is the very edge of my capacity of being able to do yeah. something. Yeah. Well, you, but, you're, uh, you're still going on strong. Talking yeah, we'll, about we edge, will, we, edge we of will capacity. Keep sh- we will qu- keep it a short episode, though. Yeah, yeah. We'll be this will be uh, thirty minutes on the dot. No, we we can finish it early if you like. The um, uh, the one thing about Positano is um, the beaches are you either you have two options really. It's sort of you've got the sort of black sooty sort of volcanic looking sand. Yeah, and then you have the rocky pebbly type of um, deal what would be your choice between those two types of beaches yeah the um, I, like, I don't mind the rocky beaches yeah I like the little yeah, pebbles we've been going we've been going the little pebbles over the the black sand because the black sand just gets everywhere and it yeah, really disgusting. sticks it sticks to you and like I had a towel that sort of we had to pay five euro each to rent our towels from our bed and breakfast or whatever and it's sort of like um, it's not a big beach tower, so I'm sort of like hanging off it. So have I'm you guaranteed. For, have you got a um, one of those uh, like a, what are they called? Like a lilo, the gabbana. Yes, like a, yeah. So we did do that once the sun lounge things. Yeah, you pay yeah, for we, a sun lounge. Yeah, yesterday, like talking about um, being fully comfortable with being a tourist, we were literally we went to a place where there was an Australian flag. Oh. <laughs> like we could have been in Bali, but um, no. But the the one thing is, it gets so the rocks, the sand, it all gets so hot, and um, this becomes a problem for me. Do you know why it's more of a problem for me than anyone else? Because you have the softest hands on earth, and I can imagine your feet are like a, a pig's nose. Yeah, well, really what, exactly. But what would no, what would people no, normally sorry. do? What would people normally do in that situation? What would you oh, do to avoid that? Yeah. Do you know I don't wear thongs ever? You've never worn them. I've worn them w- once, but I've I haven't worn thongs for more than an hour ever in my life. Why? What's wrong with you? Well, no, I I did sandals once in Thailand, which seemed so fucking dorky. I yeah. look like a full German tourist. Definitely. But the um, no, thongs I just find super uncomfortable, more likely to trip over. I feel super flat-footed. Yeah. So I just, I don't own any thongs. So I'm literally walking down to the beach in runners, taking yeah. my socks off, like full dork. Yeah, I... I can imagine you. I, I think you're going to embrace it. It, dep- it depends. Like to walk around Positano, it's not nice to wear thongs. It's vertical hills every second corner that you're turning. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that's okay. But it des- definitely fits. It's not within your brand. It's one of those things. You're not a thong guy. Yeah, well, that, that's how I feel. But I'm, I'm, I feel like <laughs> this is uh, probably the situation where I should be using thongs because I'm like, if feel the the mental capacity, it goes into that place of being on those hot coals. Like I feel like I'm at a Tony Robbins oh, yeah. event and I'm trying to fucking walk along and it's like burning the fuck of the bottom of my feet. I just want to preface: if you're an American who's just somehow found your way to this part of the <laughs> podcast, we're not talking about. G strings. Yeah, I'm not thongs. wearing a G. Yeah, yeah. I'm not opposed <laughs> to wearing a G string on the beach. I wear a G string on the beach. To be clear, I just don't uh, don't wear thongs. How ridiculously expensive um, sunscreen in Europe? Have you bought we any? Ha- yet? We actually 
we we bought some early on i think maybe in london brie where do we buy our sunscreen from italy but um was it expensive tommy's saying how expensive is sunscreen yeah it was it was expensive but we got a big thing of it brie got this brand that she really likes that i think is like a greek or italian brand and i've literally the only place that i've been putting yeah olive oil exactly the (laughs) only place i've been putting sunscreen is on my nose um yeah you've really fucked up but um my nose is looking heaps better now like it's not burnt at all it's gone the thing that yeah it's fine (laughs) my nose yeah it's completely do not have a nose anymore (laughs) that would look quite strange um but do you reckon i don't know if this is uh if i'm incorrect in saying this and someone send us an email hi at the daily talk show.com if you can let me know be, i don't really i'm not a mole type guy i don't have many i don't have any moles i've got like yeah. a tiny little freckle here and there does that mean i'm sort of less likely to get skin cancer mm, I, I wouldn't i wouldn't go and say but <laughs> that's would, probably I, a good point as a as not being a doctor it's probably good but it, that, that's a fair assumption that i'm making do you think um, maybe someone who's very prone, like their skin's very fair and they've got a lot you could then say is probably potentially more likely, but I don't know if it's, I don't know if it reduces just because you don't have more on there doesn't mean that it can't happen. I don't know. But yeah, yeah. I, you definitely don't. Like I've got some friends that've got so many moles all over them and they go in the sun a lot and I fucking freak out thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, because you get it checked out. But I wonder if that is the thing. Like, is skin cancer only moles? I don't know. The it's thing just, is, you um, don't. Whatever you think you're looking at is probably you mm-hmm. you've got no idea. You need to get them yeah. checked out because the thing yeah. is, they might they can just look normal. But yeah, mm. I got checked before before I went to Europe. I got I got um, my moles checked, and um, and I was all good. I don't have a great deal either, but it's they definitely take worth getting and checked. Shit of them. Yeah, I think it's um, there's yeah, it's it's scary. Going to get checked because you're looking for cancer, yeah. Which isn't essentially what you're doing, and so there is a bit of a, you know, there's a, yeah, it's scary. It's like um, men not wanting to get the camera stuck up their ass. It's embarrassing well, and scary. <laughs> Sam Mack had his um, full Monty and Shane Jacobson. Full full Monty was on last night. Did did you? have a watch no i don't have a tv you, you know this oh uh, yeah that's right you don't i was watch. i was the funny thing is nowadays you can basically watch the whole thing through instagram yeah, Tapping, yeah. <laughs> following all of sam max amazing um amazing stories if you want to if you watched that um show but you haven't heard the episode of with sam mac that we did you should go back and listen because he he talks about the show on there which was good yeah and did you watch it through Instagram? No, I literally I was watching on Instagram. It was funny that you talked about the um, dudes not wanting to get their prostates checked or whatever because a lady uh, sent Sam a message on Instagram and said, "Hey, it, this was um, this show was amazing. It basically opened up the conversation with my husband who had been putting it off, and he's now all booked in." Crazy so. dude! I just um, friend told me recently about this YouTuber. I can't remember her name. But she's got heaps of subs, and someone pointed out this thing in her eye, and said, "Your eye's a bit funny here. I'd get that checked yeah. out." She mm-hmm. had a brain tumor. Oh no! That was the um, 
I wonder if that was the girl who does the gadgets, the inventions and stuff. Yeah, I think that's her. That is a full... I'll have to look that up. That's a full-on story that someone yeah, so, was... That yeah, a, a viewer just saw that her eye was going a bit like um, wonky. I think yeah. that's what it was. And then they said, I've noticed your eye going like this. I, I'd suggest you go and get that checked. Yeah. Do you worry about that, that stuff much? Like getting cancer? Oh, I think it's it's definitely a thought. Yeah. But I don't, I, I'm, I, I'm definitely not one to just get saturated in the thought mm-hmm. because I mean Amy and I went through an experience um, early this year where she found a lump in her breast and um, and we went and the process was f- so fucking scary like you start you go your head goes dark places pretty quickly yeah and the anxiety comes and and you know like it, it, long story short the doctor was worried he didn't share his worry with us and this is a specialist and then turned out it was nothing which he didn't think it was going to be nothing it was and so it was so fucking scary and but yeah definitely we like when it becomes real like that it's it's hard not to let your mind wander into some pretty dark places but Um, there seems to be so many um things that give you cancer like for instance, I even think about on this trip the amount of like, you know, cured meats and shit that I've been eating. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. probably super. And but I've just also thought about how much processed shit I've eaten in my life. I'm just like, oh man, mm. the look this- at your life as the eighty twenty rule. <laughs> yeah, if you can live for the rest of it, eating less processed shit. You'd probably be right, but you know what? The uh, we went last week for our like a, a fi- like final follow up with Amy's um, breast person, whatever they're called, mm. specialist, overpriced ten minute session, but uh, <laughs> lovely guy and happy to give Great him review. our money. You're leaving that review, leaving that <laughs> review on, on Google. No, reviews. he's a lovely guy. Like fuck, it's it's amazing how important it is to have someone that's lovely going through this process. Just someone who's gentle. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, he was telling us. That, um, uh, Amy asked, should she get that test where you can find out if your gene is prone to cancer? And, you know, a lot of people are having this and then they get, uh, I think it's vasectomy. I think that's the... Yeah, so they get the yes, yeah, so like, boobs um, removed or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's her name? Um, heaps of celebrities have done it. What's her mm. name? Um, Brad Pitt's wife yeah, Angelina, Angelina Jolie. She had both her breasts removed. Anyway, Amy said, should I get it? And he said, I don't suggest you do for for the history in your family. Um, and then I was thinking, and I asked the question around, you know, like for these people, once they find out that they have this gene, is there a higher chance of them getting it based on the knowledge that they have this gene within them? Um, and he kind of gave me this long answer, but in short, he told me about this patient that he has that has this and this is how severe it gets they can do a Mm. test now where they can tell you up to a hundred percent certainty they can tell you a hundred percent chance that you were going to get stomach cancer and so he was telling me that this young patient of his she was a twin and she had the gene for her breasts so they were removing both her breasts she was young he said you know she was you would never think like she's a you know good-looking young lady who looked fit and healthy, and she's about to have her stomach removed based around this gene test, because it's a hundred percent certain that she will at some point in her life get 
um, stomach cancer. How crazy is that? So, did you say that she'd had breast cancer or something already, or was this? She just hadn't like- had it. She hadn't had it, but she had the gene that was that meant she was predisposed to getting it at some point, a high risk. And then she That's did this insane. test, and then she was getting her stomach removed. So, I think it's like, I mean, if you knew, if someone said there's a hundred percent chance that you're going to get this, I'm sure you would take the action. But when you it went like when he said, there's a thirty percent chance you'll have breast cancer, based on that test you know like do you get it done and he said you evaluate it based on how old you are is it based on like the tissue in your breast like what are they actually looking for a gene so they they can like the gene within your dna i wonder what the gene is actually what the how the gene represents itself like i think it's present i think some people just don't actually have the gene present within their body Mm. and so if they find this find some certain genes within your body they um, then can start making, getting that data. But um, but he said to yeah, us, like, he said, look, in your lifetime, he reckons that there's going to be some serious, serious fucking tests that will be able to help so much, help people prevent even getting these things. Which yeah. Well, I was it, watching um, Dark Tourist. Have you watched any of that yet on Netflix? Yeah, I watched the first episode where he goes to Colombia, Mexico and... Yeah, full on. Well, he he um he he did an episode where he's he's done two episodes where he's ended up in sort of nuclear sites. So he did oh, one, yeah. I think, near uh, Russia or somewhere where they did sort of the big nuke testing um, during the the wars or whatever. So my my knowledge is horrendous, but um, they had these like um, uh, gadgets which would tell them the level of um, mm. radiation and it was like through the roof like well over what was sort of um, healthy but it's that weird thing where it's like you um, it's invisible you don't see yeah. it so it's sort of I felt really sort of torn by it because it's like actually this is like how d- the the thing about dark tourists I feel like they didn't really explain properly the risk like that they're sort of bringing to themselves mm. in that sort of situation. I f- felt a little bit sort of torn where it's like, okay, so should we be, yeah, is this entertainment? But yeah, yeah. Know. Well, there's a, <clears throat> there's a town <clears throat> near the Pilbara, like um, over in WA, hours outside of w, uh, of Perth, like maybe four or five hours. And it's a, it's a town that they've closed down completely and it, is where they were producing asbestos and a whole bunch of people got cancer from being there years and years ago. And so it's shut down, but people are still going out there and putting on masks and shit and, and, and looking, it's look it up. Um, just look up Pilbara asbestos town and it's so spooky. It's like just a ghost town and, um, and yeah, it's dangerous to go to, but people are still loving it. Fuck it. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is, yeah, that's that whole dark tourist thing. And because that seems even more full on. Like, I think there's a a bit of the show where I was like, ah, this is, it's a little bit so, like the dark tourist stuff. It is a bit soft. Like, he couldn't go too extreme because, you know, it's a, uh, a funded TV series and it just had that vibe. Whereas, like, that even feels like next level stupid. Yeah. Well, imagine what would actually be out there. 
Yeah. So just qu- just yeah. quickly, the the dark tours is like Pablo Escobar tours where you go with this guy and he takes you around to where Pablo Escobar used to live and deal drugs and um and then one of the hitmen who was Pablo Escobar's private assassin, he's running tourist. He's <laughs> running like a, a, a tour around parts of Medellin or wh- wherever Pab- Pablo used to live. But people are loving it. And yeah, so many people are making money from Pablo Escobar it, and it's got nothing to do with drugs anymore. It's but it's crazy. also weird because they're all... Um, they're sort of idolizing this guy who killed mm. all these people where it's like the, yeah. those two blokes who were who were on and they're sort of like you know do you think how do you feel about it and you can sort of tell that they sort of idolize this guy because they've watched all the shows but yeah. he's um done some pretty horrendous things yeah it's such a weird thing and we don't know what it's like he he built like neighborhoods it's crazy like he developed neighborhoods for f- poor people but then yeah. he was blowing up planes with civilians in them. He was a fucking monster. And he yeah. shouldn't be glorified. But, I mean, he's probably changed some people's lives for the better over there. But it doesn't yeah. excuse any of the bullshit he did. Um, yeah, absolutely. But, yeah, it's crazy. Let's right, end mate. up, uh, end the show with a, a word of the day. This one comes from Matter, uh, who sent us an email from uh, about his cousin, Chris, who's apparently a uh, wordsmith. And um, the word is, it's spelled E-N-M-U-I and he's pronounced it Onwi. 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 I've Onwi. no, have a guess. What do you think it means? Fuck, I've got no Onwi. clue. Onwi. Onwi. Um, it's something around uh, momentum. Spirituality, maybe? Oh yeah! Oh no, onwe. that's good. I like that. He's got yeah. We're building on we. Well, yeah. It's um, uh, it's defined as a feeling of weariness and dissatisfaction. There you go. Mm. On we. Uh, omni. Oh, sorry. On we also has connotations of self-indulgent po- uh, posturing, and. Yeah, and there it goes on. I, this is a problem when I don't read them beforehand to try and surprise both of us. You have the risk <laughs> of me going into year, year 10 SOS where I can't read. So um, fuck, I haven't heard so's. that word in 10 years, 15, I, I 20 years. Well, they changed Jesus. it to humanities, but no, it was, they called it, I don't even know what SOS actually Humanities, I haven't heard that thing in fucking ever. Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, well, mate, I hope you, f- hope you start uh, feeling better. Uh, happy yeah, we'll, Monday, everyone. There. Happy and, Monday, um, everyone. We'll, we'll see you on Tuesday. If you're liking the show, please uh, do like Paul Williams did, who emailed us overnight. Don't know if you've seen that email, Teach. No, I didn't. But um, uh, leave, a, leave a review through the uh, podcast app on the iPhone because uh, it, it helps. He was like, man, I was surprised at how little ratings you guys have had. So um, I thought you were big. I thought you were top 20 on iTunes, which is sort of a, <laughs> a nice compliment, I guess. <laughs> it's a daily talk show, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow. Have a good one. See you guys.